0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice of America to sports.
1: Welcome to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk with football-graded broadcast analyst Kwame Lasseter. We're ready to talk football and anything else sports. Right here, right now, here's your host, Kwame Lasseter.
2: Hey, welcome to another edition of Kwame Lassida Sports Talk on the Voice of America Sports Network. Uh congratulations to Coach Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even more so, congratulations to Ken Wins and the Arizona Cardinals. But before we get into that, let me wrap a taste with you about last week. Um, I had some callers call in and I appreciate the callers, but even more so, I had a few texts after the show saying asked me, Kwame, was you nervous? I'm never nervous. But these callers, I appreciate them. I appreciate the constructive criticism because they've heard me on other shows where I like to have a good time. It's fun. I'm smiling, and I'm, I'm more brat. I just say what's on my mind, but, you know, it was the first show last week, and that could be it. Also, I play golf in the morning around this time, so I don't talk during golf, and I still got my, my slow jams voice on. So, again, I appreciate the calls. Keep them coming so the show can get better. I, I listened to that. I had some great callers. Um, Hank from Tucson. I had Kenya Simone, WGCI in Chicago. Uh Amp Lee. Aunt Lee, in fact, does such a great job that, you know, he may have his own show up there. So, okay, we're we done with that. I wanted to put that out there, but okay, let's get focused now. I said congratulations to the Arizona Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was one of the that was probably one of the better Super Bowls I've seen in a while since I've been watching Super Bowl. Now, before the uh game started, I was contemplating the coin toss. And this was kind of drove me kind of crazy that the Cardinals won the toss, but elected to defer to the second half. And this is why they should have received. I would have received the ball because with a high-power offense that the Cardinals have, and their offense, such success successful offense, it makes their defense play a lot better. But you get a chance to put your offense in a rhythm. You want to get that rhythm, establish that rhythm right away. Now, the the defense, the Arizona Cardinals defense, they do play energetic. They do have a lot of fun, and they make plays. I don't think they made enough plays in that game. Not to say they played bad, but I don't think they made enough plays. I would have put my offense on the field against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense because it was a a heavyweight bout where both teams were trying to match each each other out to see who's going to break and see what they could do or can't do against these teams. I would have gotten a better rhythm with my offense. That way, having my offense on the field puts Pittsburgh's defense on the field. And by the fourth quarter, the defense is worn down. I don't care how good or how great you are defensively, if you want to feel more than other teams, and I get my chance, my defense chance to rest, then you're gonna wear down in the fourth quarter. Even though Pittsburgh do have a dominant defense that played, and we've seen that watching the Super Bowl, how these guys perform. Starting with the MVP of the league, James Harrison. But I'm getting my offense in the rhythm as the Arizona Cardinals should have done. I would have I would have taken that ball and start establishing that attitude right away and what we're gonna do. Um and, 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 it showed, and it showed the effects of the game as the game went on. And Arizona Cardinals made some great plays down the stretch. They came out in halftime. I think they was 13 points down. But they came out of halftime or went into the halftime with a chance to score. And Pittsburgh made a great play. And with that score, the Arizona scores, that changed the complex of the game dramatically. But they came out of halftime, 13 points down, and they put a rally together. And this is, again, why I say I would have taken the ball at the start of the game. Because Larry Fitzgerald didn't touch the ball to the second half, second or third quarter, he's the he, even though they was double teaming him, he's been double team all year, but he's always found a way to come up with a play. He has the best hands in the league. He can out jump pretty much every defensive back in the league that's covering him corner wise. Safeties have a chance on him because they playing ten to twelve yards deep. They can come up and and make a play on the ball and jump. But Larry Fitzgerald has made players on the ball. Anquan was Anquan was you know he was hurt. He was hurt previously to this game, but that two weeks off, I think he played well. He looked energetic, and those guys were flying around. So I would have taken the ball in the fourth quarter, put Pittsburgh's defense. They should have been worn down by that. All right, now that being said, I, I don't understand the, the, country, the comments or the, what Kurt Warner is saying that he may not come back. Now this is the same guy who a year ago said he wants to play football. He wants to start a job. Now he's in the Super Bowl. Now, he's talking about he may not come back. Kerr's only 36 years old. I think he's 36, 37 years old. Still have a lot of game in him left. Still able to get the job done. I don't know if this is a ploy to get a new contract or not just a new contract, but more money into that contract. He has to – he cannot say he don't want to come back. This is the same guy. Things change. Obviously, we all know that. Things change within a year and time. But he was the same guy saying, I want to be the starting quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. I want to come back and play. And maybe that's when he thought Matt Liner was gonna be the starting quarterback. Maybe when he didn't wanna play back up to Matt Liner. He had the job, he had his successful um, run this year with the Arizona Cardinals. And I think he's a good I think he's a better guy for the job with the Cardinals. So I think he should stay. I don't know I don't know the terms and the deal they may give him, a two year deal worth whatever, or maybe a three year deal just to show Kurt Warner we appreciate what you've done for us this year. We want you with us this year, and maybe you can groom Matt Liner. Maybe Matt Liner will take on, his, on his, himself to become a professional football player, to learn from one of the better quarterbacks in the league, one of the most smart, efficient guys in the league to get the job done. So um, I don't know. I don't understand to talk about that. And a lot of things we'll talk about is what the Cardinals must do to get back into the form, to keep, keep, keep riding this train, keep riding this wave. Again, I appreciate what they've done. I'm here in Arizona. So we appreciate what they've done in the valley. When they was making those plays on the field, you couldn't hear I was outside and you couldn't see a car on the road. You couldn't there was nobody out. Everybody's watching this game and excitement was just it was it was magnified. It was it was great to have that done. And and we we're gonna talk about again, we we're gonna talk about what they must do to get back to the Super Bowl. Obviously, first of all, you gotta win a football game to win your division. You win your division. The conference is not the division is not that tough. So I think they should be successful in winning their division again, coming out and um, dominating. They have San Francisco, pretty good defense in San Fran, rebuilding. I'm sure um, Singletary is going to rebuild their offense, get the offense going. And you, what you do is you change the mindset. So, But still, I think the Cardinals prevail over those guys. You have St. Louis, who's probably the worst in the league, along with Seattle um, in, that, in that division. So I think the Cardinals can come back out, sign their free agents, whoever, whoever they need to be signed, come back out and win a division and then take the steps. We all know guys who played or uh, long-time watchers of the game or students of the game know once you get in the Super Bowl, anything can happen. Again, now I mentioned, well, let me give you the number to call in, first of all. The number is 1-888-346-9144. 346 um, 9144 Questions, comments, or opinions you may have about the game or, or whatever, you can call in and voice those, and we'll talk about them. Okay, now I have a – I mentioned about a guest I've had on last week, and I thought he did a great job, such a great job, in fact, that uh, he may have his own show on the Voice America Sports Network, and that's Amp Lee. Amp Lee, welcome to the, st- welcome to the network.
3: Thank you. Good morning, Quam. How are you doing?
2: I'm great, buddy. Thanks Thanks for calling in again.
3: Yes, I have uh, heard all your comments, man, this morning. They're, they're, um, they're spot on. Uh, it was a great game, man. The Cardinals gave a great effort. Um, be quite honest with you. I think they they should have won that game. They put themselves in position to win the game, and um, you know they're close, man. They were offered close. It was a very exciting game. I think uh, I would agree with you that it's probably you know the Super Bowl for a minute they had kind of lost its uh, its fire, but I think the last couple of seasons the um, Super Bowl has regained life and, and interest, and, um, and and it's been it's been it's. It fulfilled everything that everybody anticipated and hoped for. So it was a great game to watch uh, for both sides, whether you're a Steeler fan or a Cardinal fan. I think it was a great football game.
2: Right. If you're a football fan in general, you got to go back to the um, the Giants game last year, New England game last year. That was a great Super Bowl. That Super Bowl, that Super Bowl comes down to the wire, and there was big plays made in that game as there were in this Cardinals game. And I think there was more uh, Cardinals uh, big plays in this game this year with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Arizona Cardinals being that no one people continue to not give Arizona respect due to those those guys. You get in the Super Bowl, you obviously have a pretty good team. I mean, you've had to beat some guys. Whether you come from a weak division, a weak conference, a division or not, you play football, and we may made, we made own us until these guys uh falling off at the end of the year. But they've won a the division, and I think Ken winston hunt being the coach, bought that discipline and told those guys, if, if you're not putting on your big boy pass, you're not going to play. And it's just that. I'd rather go to war with – uh t- 11 underachievers and then six st- superstars who's going to take a playoff or take a you know take a playoff or who's not going to come up and show up. I need you for four quarters, 60 minutes of a football game and I I agree with Ant when he says that the football has stepped this game up or stepped the national game up as far as the excitement in the game, the competition that's been in there. And I and I think the uh, referees now we we can talk about this later boy or now, but I think the referees you know, there was some calls in that game. And being at the Super Bowl, you got to be on top of your game.
3: I, you know, Kwame, I totally agree with you. I think, um, you know, I think there were calls that was kind of missed both ways back and forth. Um, at the same time, I mean, you and I both know that to win to win a game in the – I mean, take Detroit, for example, and they obviously had a very disappointing season. But as you and I know, it's hard to win in NFL. It is. It is very hard to win in NFL give you a contrast you look at what the Indianapolis coach did this season and starting out you know i think they lost three of their first four games or and went on a nine game winning streak i think and then they lost in the first round which you know people take as a surprise but honestly i wasn't surprised at all because um it's hard week weekend week out because those guys are pros they're good they're great coaches in that league obviously there's great players in that league so to you know to undermine what the cardinals did and getting there is that's the way it goes i mean they there's there's peaks and valleys in the course of a season. A lot of things happen in terms of, you know, potential coaching changes, injuries, um, different systems. So biggest thing is is just injuries can affect the team in a major way.
2: You're right. Um, the, the, so the Cardinals injuries...
3: was, was, you know, all in all, the point is they got there. Regardless of what the formula was or so forth, that's good talk for the media. But the point is they got there, and you and I both know that that's very difficult to do. So, um, to, to, to get into the Super Bowl and play as well as they did. In fact, my opinion, being positioned to win the game, they should feel great about this season and, uh, and only look forward. I, in terms of moving forward, I would, I would definitely suggest that they, 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 they definitely need some a pass rush. They need to get some people that can get that quarterback. I think Doc does a great job inside, but you know, I think it was pretty apparent um, throughout the course of that game that, that they need a little bit more help up front um, uh, because Ben was continuously able to get out of the pocket and extend plays. In fact, I think that was the difference on the last on the last drive.
2: It was he was able to, he was able to scramble and get out of the pocket. And we right. know, I think Ben's like 240 pounds, uh, and he moved pretty well. I don't know if it, if it's just that he does that uh, at a, a good job at it, or they was out of position, or they well, was I not. Mean, that you really know, was... I mean,
3: you, when you don't have to double anybody from the defensive front, I mean, right. when you even if you decide to double Doc, the truth is with him playing right over the center that way. Um, I mean, there's a guard. There's a guard. There's a guard on both sides. So that's one of the easiest places to get help. So until they get an edge rusher, it's it's gonna be, you know, I mean, no no. It's, it's kind of to tough. When you but don't as have... you know, until they decide to address one of those ends or a linebacker that can rush off the edge, however they decide to do it, they're gonna have they're gonna have that some trouble there because I think it put a lot of pressure on their secondary. Um, that is very clear it put a lot of pressure. Well, yeah, on the all year the
2: secondary have been giving up big plays. But, they, they, you know, they chose to make hits than rather tackle. So there's a lot of plays they could have made secondary-wise. If you just tackle the guy, you don't have to try to get on ESPN with a big hit every play. Just get him down. There's not a lot of 42s back there. But, you know, Adrian Wilson, yeah, he, he's he's outstanding. But we, we, I mentioned earlier about the referees and some calls that were made. I think the Cardinals put themselves in a position to win the football game, also to lose the football game. At a, In a game like that, you can't. You, you don't want to say the referee is playing a big part in it, but you have to go out there and do what you do best at, to find a winning football game. You know,
3: Quam, have, you know, having played in the Super Bowl and having had a whole experience,
2: you know. Amp, hold on a second. Okay. we um, We're going to go on to a break. Um, thanks for tuning in to Quam Lassau Sports on the Versa American Sports Network. But We're going to go on to a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to have Amp Lee for the rest of the show, and we'll talk about some things what the Cardinals need to do.
0: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They, a ass and they move I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your
2: mouth. We ain't playing around here.
0: Voice America Sports. Wellness Network.
1: The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a shot. got it. With 2.8 seconds He's left to left. I don't care
0: where they put him. one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we, cover, everything. we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
1: we are talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now,
2: back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. Okay, you're back with Kwame Lass Sports Talk. I have uh, Amp Lee with me. Amp, again, I appreciate you on. Uh, Amp, I mentioned earlier... um, he may have his own show on the Voice America Sports Network. Um he does he does a great job. You are listening to the guy. He's uh, he's played numerous years in the National Football League. He was a he was a threat. He was a guy to be reckoned with. He was one of those guys you had to find out where he was lined up because he always made a play, whether that be from the running back position, the slot position, he returned kicks, returned punts. Played with the he got drafted by San Francisco 49ers. He played with uh Minnesota, St. Louis, he was MVP here and there. Again, uh welcome to Am. Also I want you to check out the uh, Ray Ellis sports show. Ray, Ray put a lot of this together. Got a lot of guys on a, on the network. And, uh, we appreciate that. Don't forget Joe Cribs, no average Joe. You got Jeff Nixon. He's a sports report. Um, obviously you got my show. So keep tuning into that. And you got radio by George with Eddie George. Uh, we, we don't forget Mark McMillan, his hard hitting radio. And, um, Fred Barnett, Fred Barnett, you listen to a lot of those guys shows and hopefully we get, um, Amply his own show. Um, some things gonna be working out, but it looks it looks good so far. So we'll see what's going on. But as long as you are you available, Amp, you're welcome to my show anytime, morning. And I appreciate that. Appreciate it, Quan. Thank you. Hey, uh, tell me what you think about this. Now we now the Cardinals have to um they have to address a lot of things now. And Quan Bolton, he is under contract, so you really don't have to you really don't have to sign him, guy. But you don't want to disgruntle one of the best receivers in the game right now. Uh, disgruntle and and he I say he's the best, but he's he's the one of the best guys on the Cardinals. Because of the chemistry he brings with those guys, and with Breston being such successful this year, in the, in the absence of Anquan, uh, tell me about this. If the Cardinals were to get rid of the uh, rid of Anquan, or not, you know, make a trade for him, I think they should sign him personally. But what do you think about this trade, Anquan Bolden? Now, don't forget the Cardinals need a running back for Ladainian Thomas. Now, I don't know if um, I don't know if the Chargers need. I don't know if they need a uh, receiver. They have quite a few over there. But what do you think about that trade? Connors need a running back. I mean, you need two successful guys. You need a, a hit and run. You need um, two running backs to be successful and go far into the playoffs and go far into your season, if anything. You
3: no, know, at this point, Kwame, I don't know if I make that trade. First of all, I'm, I'm an Anquan fan. I'm a, I'm,
2: a, I'm a huge Anquan fan. I like the guy.
3: Ladanian is a – I'm a big fan of Ladanian as well. But I just think <laughs> at this point in, in their careers, I still think um, – I think Anquan still has improvement to make. I, I still think he's, you know, he's still going uphill to be. Able, in my opinion, I think right. LeDain has battled some injuries here. I've, I, you know, he's obviously struggled some throughout the playoffs with injuries and being in and out of the game. And you and I know that's an unfortunate deal. It's not something that you can really control. But I, you know, I I like tower and I actually like what uh, JJ is now bringing.
2: JJ stepped his game up this yeah, year. I, I think in he the has players. the element of he a little bit up.
3: more juice in the backfield, a little bit more playmaking, a little bit just more. He's he's a little bit more elusive, a little bit more dynamic in the open field. Obviously, his return ability. Um, and I, to be honest with you, I expect him to um, to, to to have his role increase in the offense because he he can be a big play guy, especially Ooh, JJ. JJ definitely.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, JJ has stepped up from the time he came in, and I told I tell you um, where he lost his confidence, where he he got hit by this safety Roy Williams, and uh, when he first came into the league. Oh, now, yeah. Coming, he got hit by that guy. Now, you told me this story. And he got hit by this guy, and uh, he lost all confidence. And you know confidence is huge in the National Football League. If you lose that, you got to get it back. But when you told me that story, I could, I'm could. i like, well, yeah, I could, that, explains a why, that explains a lot why this guy gets the ball and falls down. And I thought he has elevated his game from that point on until now. But I, for the, for that trade to happen, you would have to give me a lot more for Anquan than, than Ladanian. I'm a fan you of both of those guys. You've
3: to give me either draft picks uh, or additional players because that, Anquan is uh you know, I really don't think the people have made a little talk about it. But personally, I don't think that there's any, um, I don't think there's any 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 strain there with that. Um, obviously, Fit got a good contract which he was deserving of. Yeah, I think the year prior, um, Anquan got a new contract which he was deserving of. And you and I know Quan. I mean, it can't be. In my opinion, it can't be a deal where in which you're just looking around at everybody and saying, okay, well that guy got that much money because that's not really the that's not really the guy you're competing with. Right. The point is that you know you signed a contract that that you felt, you, you know, that you felt comfortable with, and you felt, you know, was was fair, I guess, and and um, that you were comfortable with. So you agreed to, to that contract. So now, if you had some type of, you
2: know, he had an agreement. I mean, and we don't know. We wasn't in that meeting. Well,
3: if he had an agreement in in the contract that states something to the to the to the degree that you know, as long as I'm on the team. Or for a certain number of years, I'll be the highest paid receiver. Right, that's, I mean, that's
2: in a lot but, of guys' contract too. Right,
3: but at the same time, I mean, you know, I, and I think that's true for every player. At some point, you just have to. It always boils down to okay, what am I okay with? What am I comfortable with in terms of this kind Am I comfortable with this contract? If you're comfortable with that tr- contract, you make the decision that you know you feel that it's fair. It's you, you know it meets whatever things. What well, well, does to meet?
2: Me, tell me about this, Dan. I I agree with you along those lines, but. When you sign a contract and you agree to sign that contract and agree to play it out, the owners can cut you at any time. So uh, man, when a lot of Plum, guys when a lot Plum, of guys hold um, out, they holding out for that signing bonus. They're not holding out for the years because they know at any point a a, a team or ownership can cut you at any time. So that, if, if, if Antoine had a verbal agreement, he, he's
3: talking uh bargaining agreement in pro sports, man, because. You're totally have to. right. I mean, we could spend all day on that issue. And I personally believe that if it's a contract, unfortunately it's kind of in, a, in, pro, in the NFL, it's kind of like a contract's not really a contract. It's not. It's one-year um, deal. It's one-sided in that, you know, the the, the league has, um, you know, the, the teams generally have leverage. Um, and to give you a contrast really quick, look at uh, Stephon Marbury. Right. I mean, the truth is, do I think the Knicks handle that situation properly? Properly, no. Not at, all. at the same time, um, Marbury can hold that organization hostage in that regard. And he can. He should. There's absolutely nothing they can do because his money is guaranteed. They don't like him. They don't want him. But they got to. But they don't want to pay him.
2: Yeah, but they have to pay him. He, they have. And, and it's basketball, and, and it's guaranteed to him. But what Marbury wants now is to be on the championship team, and I think the Celtics will be a good fit. But well, he'll have to come off the bench when he gets to the Celtics. But you're right; the contract itself is guaranteed, and Marbury and and the uh, team is holding this guy hostage. Right. right. But, but you know what? Um, along those lines, then Kurt Warner, I mentioned that Kurt Warner uh, was talking about. This is the guy now. He was talking about he wants to be the starter. And this is also when he was backing up Matt Liner for the past two years. He wanted to be the starter. He wanted to play. He has a lot of football in him. Now after the Super Bowl, now football is a very emotional. You know this. A very emotional game. It, it exposes everything about you uh, as a player, as a person, Um very emotional game. So I don't know if these decisions or these comments are coming after the Super Bowl and these guys losing, but they did play a great game. They played, they did it enough to win the game. Uh, we mentioned the mistakes they made to lose the game and throwing the referees a little mix. But are these comments coming off of emotional loss or, or just he just mentally drained right now from a long season being up and down? This um, guy yeah, says I mean, he wants been to play. There,
3: man, you know what that is. You know that it's just uh, you know it's, yeah, it's true. It's fresh. It's right off the season. Season just over. So really, all Kurt is doing right now is, and and the management as well. Okay, let the dust settle. Let let everything kind of land, you know, from the Super Bowl, from the the season. You know, let's just get away for a week or two and, and let things settle down. So it's more sure like a I Brett Farty. yeah. that that is clear. <laughs> Kurt is going to be the Cardinals quarterback. Yeah, he he has
2: to come back, man, mm-hmm. because you're not talking about the Arizona Cardinals in the Super Bowl without Kurt Warner.
3: Right. Yeah, it, it's a it's a no brainer. And 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 to be honest with you, I think that comment is just Kurt trying to. Not push anything toward the Cardinals by way of saying, let's get something done if you think about it, that's the obvious. The Cardinals know they have to that get something it done. has to be that will be addressed, and they know that
2: you know, we made we made a lot of comments about the um, you know and Kurt being at college now he's Kurt wanted to me once he get in that huddle, he's like a Larry sinners to me. Larry sinners will say anything in the huddle and just uh without even touching the ball and get those guys to play, and get those 10 guys in front of him or beside him to play football. So I think Kirk, he kind of reminds me from the outside looking in, I'm not in a huddle with these guys, but I have been on the sideline with Larry Sinners. I I have heard some of the crazy comments he made, and maybe it was was a down play or a a down game or first quarter whatever, but he'll come out and say something crazy, and these guys will start playing football. And this guy, not even touching the ball. You know, he's one of the better backs in the league. You played played against this guy a few times, watch him play. But – I mean, he puts me in the mindset of a Larry Centers and I know you have uh Anquan and Fitz there. You got Steve Bresson who stepped his game up and and Hot and even and we can mention JJ who's uh stepped his game up from the time he came into the league and it it's a progression. He has to be able to do that. But that's that's what I'm saying. This guy puts me in the mindset of a of a Larry Centers and he has to come back to this team. He has to be be on this team next year for these guys to continue a run. Never mind the coaching staff. The coaching staffs, they are where they are. You might have Ty Healy, and we can mention that, talk about that, going to the Kansas City Chiefs. So, what do Kirk do? If his contract up, does Ty Healy take Kurt Warner with him to Kansas City, or do he stay here? The Cardinals know there's a possibility in that. Do he stay here with the Arizona Cardinals?
3: Kurt, well, at this point, Kurt's not, I, I, it would surprise me that, that Kurt is looking for finances. Move. For the largest contract, that that would completely surprise me. At this point in his career, I would imagine that that that's the priority in terms of you know the largest you know contract in terms of money value. Right, not at 37 years old. What's probably most important to Kurt now at this point in his career is obviously having a chance to win, and uh, and I think he clearly recognizes that the Cardinals, um, obviously they're close and and participating in the Super Bowl. He knows that they're close, Um, and to go back on what you said about you know Kurt. And uh, making a comparison to Larry Sanders, here, here, here's what Kurt does for his team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I did an internship over with the Cardinals, and I know a lot of those players over there, a lot of the coaches, so forth. Um, and people have always asked me, "What's going on with the Cardinals? What's going on with the Cardinals?" Here's a quick story about that, Quan. Think about it. When you grew up and you played at, with your age, you probably played Atari, those games. <laughs> what
2: you think trying about to
3: say? it? Think about it. Even <laughs> on those on the video games, did the Cardinals win
2: Man, when you I'm were
3: buddy, a kid? Did they win?
2: On a video game? Yeah. Man, no, they didn't no, win. No,
3: okay, when you watch the Cardinals on TV, did they win?
2: Now they didn't start winning until I got there, but go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay, <laughs> but think about it. So what happens is these guys, they they play these games as kids, right. they watch them on television, they go to high school, same deal, Cardinals not winning, college, even if they're in a winning program at college, they they're winning there, but the Cardinals not winning. Then all of a sudden, guess what? Larry Fitzgerald, who had a successful career at Pittsburgh, didn't win a lot of games. Anquan won a lot of games at Florida State. All of a sudden, guess what? They're in the Cardinals organization. But that mentality has been there since like since they started playing video games about the Cardinals.
2: right. And right.
3: then with the Cardinals having so much turnover in terms of their veteran players, when those players land in that organization, who's there to show them? Who's there to show them, say, this is how you win?
2: You're right, and, and absolutely uh, nobody. Yeah, you're right, and, and, and so you, what,
3: Kurt? So what, Kurt does for them when Kurt when Kurt walked in that building and when Kurt steps in that huddle, you know what those players see? They see a winner.
2: Yeah, coming from St. Louis and wanting he, he
3: can he can legitimately say
2: being successful. I've
3: been there, I've done that, and I know what it takes.
2: And, yeah, so. and I think that's why these guys were so calm. They look very calm in the Super Bowl. Oh, totally. And, and you and you have a Kurt Warner, you have a guy a couple of veterans there who's played, but they look so calm and, and you know what? If you listen to the reports uh before all this, Kurt Warner said he don't he doesn't want to move. He wanna be in the valley, he don't want to move his family from here and there. You know in the National Football League it's, it's a turnstile. He's you,
3: traveled enough. I mean, he's been in... in uh, you
2: travel enough from games. Now you got to travel and with your family. Europe,
3: you know, to St. Louis, to New York. He, I'm, I'm certain, you know...
2: All and right. Kurt
3: still, in my opinion... Amp, I mean, amp, Kurt's amp, still amp. playing out on, at a high we level, man. I mean, he's throwing amp. the ball we really well. We're going to go to commercial.
2: We go to commercial. Okay. We, uh, they got me 30 seconds on it. But uh, we'll come back. And we gonna, I'll let you finish that up. We'll come back. We'll talk about Kurt Warner. Um, you were on the Kwame Qu- the Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Again, we have Amply up here. I'll come back in a minute, and we'll finish that up.
0: We're all clear. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports.
1: You're talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's
2: 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. Okay, welcome back. I'm, I have uh, Ampley here, and you hear the uh, Joe Crib, no average Joe, but don't forget about the Ray Ellis Sports. Don't forget about Jeff Nixon. You got uh, radio by George, hard hitting radio with Mark McMillan and host of uh, Fred Barnett. So uh, and also I mentioned Amp. Amp potentially will have a show on a uh, Voice America Sports Network, and uh, we're looking forward with that. I appreciate Amp coming on. Uh, Amp, let me go into what you were saying um, before we went into break. Yeah, there's not a lot of teams. You look at the games and stuff. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of Cardinals winning. I don't care who you put them up against on these video games. They do not win football games or when you when you bring Kurt Warner to an organization like this, and you change the complex of this, um, uh, uh, change the mindset of these guys, you change the coaching staff. So they brought some discipline, but you brought a, a leader in. And if you played with this guy, uh, Kurt Warner. You brought a guy who knows how to win. He's been there, he's done that. And I, we left off saying this is why these guys look so calm in the Super Bowl. And being in their first time in the Super Bowl, they look like they belong there. And they they had a great postseason run. They made some plays. They uh. Uh Larry Fitzgerald set records, high as uh yardish as a receiver. These th- these guys have what it take. They had what it take to get there. And you know it takes a little bit of luck to get there also. But what are they gonna do next year? Um, you know, I'm I'm here in the valley. There was no football team here in Arizona. So guys so the people here, uh I say they was excited, the uh the atmosphere was magnified ten times. They were liking the Oakland Raiders, they were liking the Dallas Cowboys. I know when I play here, any of those teams come here. Then you see their jersey all over the stadium. At the same time, they want us to—they want us to win. But when those teams come here, there's different jerseys in the stadium. You had the Raiders, you had the Cowboys, you had the Eagles. You know, sometimes Minnesota. If you played in the stadium where you know it looked like a home field advantage for your team when you came in here.
3: Right. Well, like I said, Kwame. I mean, it's—it uh, starts at the top and it—it and it, it trickles down, man. I mean, when you've got ownership management that's that's willing to make the when the commitment is winning. Is winning and not, you know, finance, not financial financial game. But the idea is that you put a good product out there on the field. You field a good team, a successful team. You go, to, you put a good coaching staff together. Um, you, you know, you put the key pieces in in terms of your drafts, your trades, um, free agency, whatever the case may be. You you balance the uh, salary cap um, in a decent manner, and so forth. Um, look at the chemistry in terms of the teams and the the, the team, the players. The personality that's there, the leadership that's there. Um, you know, because the guy has been in the league ten years doesn't mean he's he, he's a great leader, right? You know, it doesn't make him a leader because he's been in the years in the league ten years. I mean, uh, Lomas was here for a long time, right?
2: Right. Lomas I mean, think Brown. about
3: it. Lomas could definitely show those those tackles how to play, but could Lomas tell them how to win? No. Nah you understand
2: yeah, what got, I mean. Yeah, you're right. And just because you've been in the league for a certain amount of time, that doesn't can mean show you're how to you block. Can,
3: but could he show him how to win? Right, which is which is a major difference, man. I mean, the coaches can teach the techniques and so forth, but it's another piece to know how to win.
2: And and, and that's why I say, and I am, that's why I say, when you go into the free agency, don't look for that big name guy no. now. Now you looking for a guy who want because you can sell tickets from a big name guy, but look for that guy who can fit into the pieces of the puzzle. You have something going on pretty good here in Arizona right now with this team. Look for a guy who fits in a the puzzle. There's like if you look at the New England Patriots, you don't know you know Tom Brady, you might know you got Randy a bunch
3: of guys you know, guys that just simply do what they're supposed to do. Right, That's they know they're, their they're role. They, they come in and stars. make the team they, better. They've got one or two stars, but they've got a bunch of guys that are committed to what they do, and they and they do what they're asked to do. They know the end
2: result change. will be winning. Exactly. And, yeah, and you got to – and the Cardinals have to do that. I think they, that has to be their approach because in the past, it's always been finances. Do we want to bring this guy? Teams used to come in – not teams, but guys used to come in, doing their free agency, get a big number of contract of – uh, Offer to them, and then they go somewhere else so another team can match it. It was just like a a doormat, a doorstep for uh, to go somewhere else here. But that what they have to do. They've gotten better uh, as far as bringing guys in, putting the pieces of the puzzle. and I need, think they need to continue that. They did a good job. They took that step when they bought uh, Ken Winsor, honey, who changed them, who changed the mindset, made these guys a disciplined team where the mistakes was uh, limited. Uh, he changed the mindset. He held these guys accountable, and they had to do the same for each other. So I think um, that's how they need to approach this, and don't worry about the finance. You have the money, you know. A lot of teams say um, you don't. A lot of people say you don't make money when you go to the Super Bowl, but the Cardinals have money. They, I don't know what they, how they can restructure it, but keep your team happy.
3: Well, from what I'm saying, Quan, they're under the salary cap. Always you look at their team. Always you you look at their team, and truthfully, they're, they're just a couple of pieces. As I, you know, what I think is going to be key. They've got a great linebacker group. Um, at the same time, that you know, um. What's the what's the young man from? Uh, he went with the Jets. They drafted him from the Jets. I mean, he he was here, but he was uh, signed with the Jets last year.
2: Linebacker or Dansby? Oh, um, no, uh, what was it um the linebacker? I know who you're talking about. Was it Carlos? Uh,
3: well, anyway, he he ended up signing with the Jets. He didn't didn't quite pan out to what they expected here with the Cardinals. Um, but to but the, but they need to get a rush guy. They need to get a guy that can get to the quarterback. That can draw some attention from one of those edges, which will which will free dock it up a little bit. Which their secondary is fine. They've got they've got quality players back there that can get it done.
2: I'm getting another corner though. I, if I can get a decent corner, I don't know about Raw Hood. Raw Hood is maybe he's uh, but you get him late. You can get him
3: late. You can get him you late. Can get him on, late. You can on. get a guy no. from a
2: small school late.
3: Right. Get get him late or maybe you know, get him late because right now the mo- you know, this, Kwame, your corners is only as good as your pass rush, man.
2: Exactly. You covering <laughs> all day. You, be, you you're t- right.
3: Your corners <laughs> are only as good as your pass rush.
2: So you saying uh, so, Am? You saying going into this draft? going into this draft, that the Cardinals need to address more of a uh, defensive line. A the, pass the Cardinals, rush guy. A pass hey, rush guy. A great
3: I, job. Robinson does a great job inside. Get your pass rush guy that, they, that they've got to deal with off one of those
2: edges. Well, they have the 31st pick in the draft. so And 9-7. and, nine and seven. This is why I say, you know, they build teams. They build the schedules according to your record. The Cardinals finished 9-7. and seven. Now, granted, they got to the Super Bowl. But do you think they're going to have – they're going to play a lot of teams that were 9-7 and seven last year or 8-8? Eight eight. So – if they if they fix this dynamic of the team, they get these guys who understand their role. They can be right back in the deep in the playoffs. No question?
3: They can. No, I mean they offensively they've you know the offensive they got a lot of they've got the pieces in place. I mean they've got. like I said, I think High is going to be excellent. He he's gonna. I think he, next year he's going to step in, and I'm not sure really sure what they're going to do with Edge, but I think they're going to. Solidify the running back position in terms of either. Okay, we're changing direction and we're giving the job to the Hightower, it's yours, And JJ, you and JJ are going to compete for it. JJ will be the change of pace guy. Um, obviously, they'll get a, th- a third back in there for you know for special teams and and uh, maybe short yardage and so forth. Um, the the young man they drafted from the from um, LSU, uh, uh,
2: Dorsett. 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 He
3: should be ready to play. You know, and maybe some some nickel stuff uh obviously in the return game he should be ready to get on the field and uh have an impact there um you know so offensively, they they've got the pieces in place i mean hopefully liner continues to uh, continue to develop and be be a, you know a, a sufficient backup
2: i think liner is a, uh still i think he's still another game another year away and then that's say they bring back kurt Warner, I and mean, they have to but, but give he kurt has to two take- years he, you say two years?
3: <laughs> Give Kurt two years. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. Give Kirk. two calm,
3: years. I mean, with Liner, I mean, this is what fourth fourth year.
2: This is fourth year. L- listen to this. This is fourth year. Going on his fifth year. This guy hasn't played a full NFL season of games. I would
3: potentially be looking at um maybe I'm, some some trade right there. I yeah, mean, I, He yeah. has some value. He's, I, I possibly I potentially would be considering it, trade. The, him maybe look out at a, at a draft pick for for, for or or. or A younger um, backup. Yeah, you got a backup, a a decent backup. I mean...
2: He got a... He has... uh, There's some quarterbacks in the draft, but I don't say... that They don't need... Well, if they're going to get a two-year two uh, two deal for Kurt Warner, there are some quarterbacks in the draft that's pretty good this year. And I'll be looking at Trey. I agree with you on that. To trade Matt. Matt's still in Hollywood. He's still at uh, USC. I
3: don't think he's, he's figured it out yet. He
2: hasn't figured it out yet, man. I think in playing under Kurt Warner, if you can't figure it out, this guy is a Super Bowl MVP. Right. He's a lead MVP. Are you crazy enough not to learn from this guy? You should be looking at him, following his mannerisms. What is he doing to be successful? What does he do? Right. Uh, you, well, you don't see Kurt out in the pool with – eighteen year old girls. That's probably why. So but this guy
3: That's next week's show as
2: well. <laughs> he you know, you know what? He has he chose not to learn because you you have a guy like that. And when I came in and when you came in, you came to San Francisco. You had a lot of star you had a lot of star power there. You had a lot of veterans there. Now you got veterans, you got professionals, you just guys on the team or guys that's just on the team. I came to Arizona. I had um, I man. I had some. I had Clyde Simmons, Seth Joiner. I had uh, right. uh Nia's Williams. I had these guys. I had Terry Ho. I had these guys to learn from, man. Um, Lorenzo Lynch. I, I had these guys to learn from, and um, I took advantage of that, and I learned how to play football. I learned how to play the National Football League. He,
3: he should pick. He should pick Kurt's brain every day. Every you day. You pick Kurt's brain every day.
2: You know what somebody told me? You take one of those guys out to lunch and you pay for right. it once a week. And you just – not even to talk about football, just to find out how this guy carry himself. And you will find out how to be a professional in National Football League. Because obviously these guys want to help you. They want to come in. Uh, they want you to come in in case something happened to them. There should not be a letdown on the team. You should know your players inside and out and be able to uh, fill that role if a guy got hurt.
3: Well, Kwame, what generally happens is you, with Matt, for example, I mean, it's really not any different a than a lot of, you know, top picks and so forth. He came in with obviously a lot of, you know, hype and anticipation and so forth. The Cardinals drafted him to be the guy. He had a, obviously a great college career. Right. He um, had a, had couple a nice of guys contract around up front. So if you think about it, I mean, he sat at the he was sitting on the, Sideline at Lakers games, a beautiful lady next to him, and <laughs> life is
2: good. He's a superstar, man. He's now, a superstar a in California. you
3: go and get into the NFL, and guess what? You can't sit and hold the ball that long. That fifteen yard out route, that guy's closing on that. The, yeah, these the, the schemes are different.
2: The schemes are different. The guys are a lot There's different. A lot They're quicker, happening. faster, and stronger. And we're gonna take a break. You on with Kwame Lasser, the sports talk on the Voice America Sports Network. I'm here with Amp Lee. We're having a great time. I appreciate you coming back for with us for another segment.
0: To the pros, we we cover, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. The Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. Oh. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. some
1: beauty. A fly ball, deep right goes He's the crowd is at Greenfield. Buck Jones Ornella. He's got it. With 2.8 seconds left. To left. I don't care where they put him. Hicklin is out of here. From high
0: school to the pros, we recover we everything. everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports.
1: You're talking sports with Kwame Lasseter. If you have a question or comment for the show today, give us a call right now. The toll-free number is 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Now, back to Kwame Lassiter's Sports Talk.
2: All right, welcome back to another Sports Talk with the Kwame Lassiter Sports Talk Show. Um... I got to keep mentioning these guys' uh, show because it's important. You know, Ray Ellis, he got us on. And that's a lot of guys you don't forget to listen to. You heard earlier, you heard during the commercial that the Owen Hart show, um, hard-hitting radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. You got uh, Fred Barnett. You got radio by George with Eddie George. Uh, Jeff Nixon, Joe Cripps. Uh Don't forget to check those guys' show out because it's, it's good. They bring good points, a uh, different view of the game, uh, a lot of aspects of the game. And definitely, definitely keep a lookout for Amp Lee. I don't know what he's going to call his show, but uh, I'm going to be on the show a couple times too, whenever he has it. But Amp Lee um, may have a show on the uh, Voice of America Sports Network. Uh, welcome back. Uh, this is the last segment, so if you want call ins, you want to call in, it's 1 346 9144. Again, that's 1 888 346 9144. Amp, I got to get you in the studio, man. These call ins, because I know if I get you in the studio. I know we can potentially go play golf afterwards. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> I gotta get to the studio. I was, I was, I was thinking about getting out the there today, man. But um, I don't know. We let's finish up, man. I tell you, uh, let's go back to the Cardinals for a second. Well, not for a second, but let's go back to the Cardinals. I tell you, um, a lot of behind the scenes stuff that took place when the Cardinals were su- successful in um, in this team, and that was the strength coach, the strength and conditioning coach. Because when I played with these guys, we had a bunch of sloppy guys who. They was they were just sloppy. They wasn't disciplined, and you know if they didn't want to work out, they'll go get on the bikes. And you know what that does to the guys who's out there working in that hot sun, who's putting in the work. Then you got guys who's like, oh, I've been drinking last night. Maybe I've been drinking last night. I'm gonna ride the bike today. You know what that does to our mental. But I think John Lott, the Arizona Cardinal Strength and Conditioning Coach, did a good job, and I think they uh, would, would also kept them at a level ground defensively, or took them over the hump defensively. Was Keeping uh, the defense coordinator when Ken Windsor Hunt came in, and that's Clancy uh, Pendergrass. So I think these guys, they they in organizational wise, I think they're on the right track to doing the right things. They may lose Todd Healy to the Kansas City Chiefs, but who knows? But I think address the address the issues this offseason season that you can address, and then you know you, that's keeping Kurt Warner on the team. That's that's bringing Anquan in talking about well. We, we, you the contract, so you got to honor your contract. You had mentioned this earlier. You the contract, you felt comfortable signing that contract, play it out. And I agree right. with that. If you sign a contract, play it out, but at the same time, the owners can cut you any time. So I well, think they, the Cardinals well, need, need, need to bring I mean, that that's in that's and finish the season up with doing that every
3: year. Well, that guy got this money out, so now want more. That's, that's gonna that happen every year with players. You do that every year,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he, when he was up and he signed that deal, he thought that was a good deal, so. Right. Dan Fitz came out with his deal, that four years, $40 million. It, it, and it
3: doesn't look so it good. It don't look so, you too mean, you good. But, it's, but you've got to figure that's out ego. what's good for you, you, your life, your family, and what's needed for. And, they, and, they, and that's where that's because the truth is that's all that you can control.
2: Right. You can go out on the field. And I think he's done it. I think he went out on the Again, field he's been, and I he played. I think he's had
3: a great attitude about it. I have. I personally have not heard Anquan express anything in regard to con, um Contract. I've heard people, the media talk about it. But. The
2: media has a, that's a story for them. But you know what right. Anquan said? Anquan said, "Is over with. We'll deal with this when the season over with. And that's and that's professional and that's taking ownership to yourself and saying, "Let me concentrate on football. I'm right. injured right now. Let me do what I'm supposed to do to get back on the field. Concentrate on football."
3: Right. And if the Cardinals feel that you know that they want to address that um, with Anquan, however, at the same time and if, from a business standpoint, it can't always be about. Ensuring that everybody's happy because, as you know, Quam, not you—you you know what—sixty-three men on the roster. Yeah, you can't. can make everybody happy. That's
2: why you got to get. <laughs> that's why you got to get guys who understand their role. You right. can't every year right. go every year. That's going like you said. There's going to be a guy every year to say, "Well, shoot, when I signed my deal, this it was right. good. Now Edge look,
3: wasn't. Edge is not happy with his playing
2: time. Edge is not happy with his playing you time. Know, but certain
3: liners not happy you know, with his spot.
2: Well, who cares about what Lana's not happy with well, well, he, he well, don't you want know, to play. You
3: could, you could probably sprinkle that everywhere. Right,
2: but, Somebody's yeah. not
3: happy with something.
2: They're not going to be, but as a head coach and as the owners, we're going and the Cardinals have a great opportunity to find out who they're going to be from this point on. They went to the Super Bowl. They won NFC Championship games. They went deeper in the playoffs than they ever been. So they have a great opportunity to define who are we going to be as an organization. Are we going to do the right things? And you, we can't sign everybody, so we're going to – we're going to keep our eyes out on the market and see what guy can come in, not the big-name free agent, but the guy who he continues to make right. plays, who, bring, who fits into our scheme of things here at the Arizona Cardinals. I
3: think the great thing about it now, Quam, is they somewhat have a, a, a mold now. They, right. they right. now have a model a mold to, of what, what's required. I mean, Witten it has been excellent. I mean, if you think about, I mean, he, he brought a mentality to this team that's, that's different. I mean, accountability. Be responsible. They're entirely more disciplined.
2: I I tell you, that's 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 the key thing I see when he came. These guys were they they was they was disciplined, and he brought that Pittsburgh still a defense. That's Pittsburgh still a mentality and toughness. And I watched these guys up in Flagstaff in camp, and I did see, I I did see a lot of professionalism. I did see these guys um, not only looking out for themselves, but the guy who's behind them. When I was playing, and I'm sure you did this as well. You taught the guy behind you. You wouldn't. You wasn't worrying about somebody getting my job. I knew I was. There was nobody that was going to outplay me. So I wanted this guy behind me. If I got hurt, then you come in the team. So you put yourself. You teach this guy because you put yourself. Uh, you put the team above you. So the team doesn't lose a step when someone to come in. So and I saw that with the Arizona Cardinals. These guys, there was more professionals on that team. There was more discipline on that team. Uh, he he constantly hopped on not making mistakes, playing full speed, playing fast, doing the right things, not all not only on the football field, but doing the right things outside in the public. And you know you on any team you're going to have a guy in the pool somewhere. You're going you going to have the you <laughs> well, have a situation, decide,
3: you know, if you want if that if you want that distraction or you no know, because, you know, honestly, I mean, I don't know Matt personally, but at the same time, Quam, you know, this, you know, you come into the league, man, you you you're you're exposed to a lot of things. You're you know, you just, you know, you're supposed to be the starting quarterback. You got a big contract. So I don't boy. know about, You've about him a great though, college career. You courtside. He was in Hollywood. It, it he takes been, some he, time, man. It takes some time to realize. Okay,
2: he's taking a pay cut playing for the Cardinals.
3: Right, it, right. It takes some time. <laughs> he's it taking a pay cut. He just simply got to be put down. He's got to be. He's got to be put flat, man. To understand, okay, this is about the game. Because nobody on that field cares that you played at USC, that exactly. you were at the courtside Laker game. Nobody cares about. It. They can do that. This right. About the game. <laughs> It's, it's about, about winning the game here and your ability to play and the, and the management owners guess what if you can't play you're gonna gonna
2: cut you going to get out of here and if then i should sure in the football league it's winning and losing period. And what are you doing in between to make that happen I like happen?
3: you but you're not giving me what's needed period
2: right and then I'm going to get you out of here don't right. let me be the owner you getting up out of here I'm going to bring say it to your face too i'm not going to send my gm i'm not going to send that dude board to say uh tell him he got to pack up and go Right. I'm, I'm going to say it to your face because you had a great opportunity we got thirty seconds, Amp, uh, but you had a great opportunity to come here and do this. We drafted you on your potential and what you've done in college, and we thought you can help our team.
3: You gotta learn the pro game. You gotta, the to pro game. you gotta learn all the pro right. game.
2: All right, like I said, we got thirty seconds, man. I, I appreciate Amp. I can't wait till he get his own show. I uh, thank Ray Ellis. I thank uh, Ryan Treasure, who's doing all the commercials. He had the levels on the mic. Uh, he's had the phones, uh, phone lines going. Well we didn't have that call today, but we we get it going. We'll get it going, especially when Amp get his show and all us get together. Again, this is Kwame Lasseter on the Voice of America Sports Network with Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. I appreciate you guys coming in. I take the constructive criticism. Call me, text me, email me, uh, do whatever, but uh, got to make the show better. And um, I think I went a long way in doing that and having Amply on my show. Again, I appreciate that. You guys come back. I'll talk to you next week.